0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Taz and Jim, we've got some follow-ups here to stories we've been discussing over the past couple weeks. Uh, You know, we were were talking about Sammy Sheen, Charlie Sheen's daughter. Mm -hmm. She posted a video about how she's proud to be a sex worker. She has an OnlyFans account. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out she's not even showing nudity on her OnlyFans account. And she's still raking it in. She's making about $80,000 a month doing almost nothing and barely showing anything. Just Hmm. teasing the audience, according (laughs) to people in the know. Charlie Sheen breathes a sigh of relief. (laughs) And things are even better for her mother. Denise Richards has signed up for an OnlyFans account. She was inspired by her daughter after seeing the kind of money that her daughter was making on OnlyFans. And the source says, Denise doesn't do anything that risque either, but she has 100,000 followers and is making $2 million a month from her OnlyFans page. Already? Wow.
0: Jealous. Hmm. Must be nice. (laughs) It's nice to have that option. Yeah. Denise Richards. I haven't even seen her do... like she, If anybody needs to open an OnlyFans account, it's hers. I haven't seen her in a movie in 30 years. She doesn't need to be in movies. She's exactly. making $2
1: million a month. That's what I'm saying. It's incredible. Yearly take of $24 million without even showing nudity. mm Good work if you can get it. How much per subscription? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like garbage because uh, I lost our Super Bowl bet this past year, and Mm -hmm. uh, I had to start a foot fetish website with pictures of my feet. Now, you looked into this the other day, Jim, and people have been asking, hey, whatever happened to Taz's foot fetish page?
0: Yeah. One person bought foot fetish. Two people, two people bought p- pictures of my feet. Five dollar purchases each, so we have made ten dollars. Well,
2: you have made
1: it because you get to keep all True. the money, right? Because you won the bet.
0: But also, you need to use some sort of special. It's not PayPal, but it's some sort of special app that I need to sign Venmo? up to get the money off. It's not even Venmo. It's but it must be something similar. I, I haven't even bothered downloading it yet <laughs> for ten dollars. So let's keep it rolling here, folks. Let's get it up to a <laughs> thousand. How about two mil? Two mil a month wouldn't be bad i'd be pretty
1: angry though if you got to keep two million dollars a month because of my sexy feet
0: (laughs) this is the taz and jim
1: podcast check out this job listing if you're headed into the office and you're like i hate my life i need to make more money i want an adventure this could be for you an american billionaire based in the uk is looking for a dog nanny has posted a job listing. What do you think dog nanny for a a billionaire would pay, Jim? I'm going to
0: guess $120,000 a year. $127,000 wow. US. Not bad. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Uh, if it's only looking after one dog... Easy money. Two. Oh, never mind. Family has two beloved dogs that require
1: top-tier care, must be treated like valued members of the family. You have to be a live-in dog nanny, so you'll be staying in the mansion or some sort of guest house. Rent-free, so there's a bonus. You're making mm-hmm. 127000 U.S., and you're not paying rent. Sweet.
0: Not paying hydro probably either.
1: Uh, like I said, they're based in the U.K., so you do have to move over there. You'll need to coordinate all vet appointments, keep detailed records for their health and medical history, and develop, quote, a personalized exercise regimen for each dog. Take them
0: for a walk? <laughs> I mean, I take them the, for a two-hour walk. If I was making six figures as a dog nanny, yeah. two-hour walk, and then that the dogs would be tired for the rest of the day, so you'd barely have to do anything. You need to accompany
1: them on domestic and international trips and arrange things like pet-friendly accommodations, organize playdates with other dogs, and find enriching activities to stimulate their senses, other dogs' butts, <laughs> And you'll handle everything else like feeding and bathing. They say the ideal candidate has lots of experience with dogs, preferably other rich people's
0: dogs. (laughs) I wonder how long until this dog handler hates the billionaire because if they treat the dogs like they're their precious children and they're nitpicky about everything, it might turn into a nightmare real quick. Or it could be a
1: romantic comedy. Maybe the billionaire will find love with the, you know, I, I'm picturing J-Lo as the dog handler. And, yeah, sure. You know, the stuck-up billionaire
0: who just needs to meet a down-to-earth gal. Yeah, he says something like, you know, dogs are better than humans or something like that at the start of the movie. Yeah. And then at the end, he realizes, you know, humans ain't so bad after all. I would be terrified, though. Like, imagine the dog died. You're
1: getting blamed for that. <laughs> I would hope so. It doesn't matter if it was unavoidable. That oh, dog yeah. dies. Your job's, you're losing your
0: job. Oh, third act of the movie, dog dies. JLo lo tries to replace it with a lookalike dog. Now we Not got hijinks. Good.
1: <laughs> Not good. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I'd say Domino's Pizza already uh, revolutionized pizza delivery with their pizza tracker. Oh, yeah. You can
0: see if it's in the oven. You get to see who's preparing your pizza. Sure, yeah, yeah. You get the little progress bar on your <laughs> web browser. pizza's here. Well, they're doing it again,
1: they uh, are trying something new. It's called Pinpoint Delivery, and Domino's will now be experimenting with delivering without an address. So if you drop a pin on your mobile phone, they will come find you, if you're in a park, if you're at the beach, if you're standing on a street corner, <laughs> you can get a pizza delivered to you, Jim.
0: What's the point? Okay, uh, so what if I, what's the point of this though? This is just like a marketing thing. Like who is going to order it? I guess at the beach, you could order you're it. You're at the beach or you're at a so park? We're, so we're expected that these guys are going to walk. Now they have to get out of their car and walk to wherever the pizza has to go. <laughs> I
1: don't know if you're in a, the middle of a cornfield or if you're in the, the deep point? in the woods.
0: Then then they just go to the address.
1: If you're having a bush bash, if they're gonna sure, come follow sure. you down a
0: dark path. I just wonder how often are people ordering ordering pizza. Maybe to a ball diamond or something like that during a tournament I could see. But at that yeah, point that's a that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Hmm. At the ball diamond? I wanna I wanna test it to the limit. <laughs> See how far they'll go. Go to, like, uh the top of Falls the, or something like top that Top of Hamilton. the CN Tower. Sure. But I guess that would an have address. an address. Yeah, yeah, you need to be in the wilderness. Some guy, the delivery guy finally gets there. His jeans are all torn up, and he's like, he's all dirty, <laughs> like he got in a fight with a bear. Here's your pizza, sir. <laughs> yeah, they say they say specifically a campsite, so... But those all have addresses. Those I have addresses, and each site has a number too. And I like—I've seen people order pizza to those before. The delivery person is free to bail after four minutes
1: if the customer isn't where they said they'd be.
0: See, this is so dumb. But the
1: customer is also able to track the (laughs) delivery guy on their phone, kind of like when you're waiting for the Uber, right? You can see how far away they are, little cars moving down the streets towards you. It'll be that sort of deal where you'll be able to track the delivery driver as they
0: make their way to you with your pizza. Speaking of Uber, sometimes that pin automatically, like if you go to a friend's place and order an Uber, sometimes that pin will automatically bring you to your friend's house, like when you're ordering the Uber, but sometimes it's the neighbors, or sometimes it's two houses down, so if you're not looking at the exact address, these pin placements aren't always very accurate.
1: There will be some tools on there as well, like maybe uh, you'll be able
0: to send a message to the delivery guy, I don't know. Yeah, that You can do that on Uber Eats. <laughs> Just like you can an Uber driver, if he's like I'm in a parking lot, where are you? Well, I'm just past the the big grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're playing hot and cold with them. Swing with a uh, swing on a vine across yeah. the quicksand, <laughs> and uh, I'll be waiting for you.
0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Want to talk about the new IKEA Canada mascot? <laughs> IKEA posted on TikTok a video of doors swinging open. <laughs> and what appears to be a new mascot walking through them. He uh, kind of looks, you know what he looks like? You know the instructions when you buy a piece of Ikea furniture and they have the uh, drawing of the person assembling sure, the Sure,
0: yeah, it's like a stuff. silhouette of a guy. Right, it's yeah. like the outline of very, uh,
1: you know, undescript.
0: smiley assuming. face man, yeah. You can, you can tell it's a person, though. That's what it looks like. This looks like something... This mascot looks like it was better in a drawing. (laughs) Yeah, when it comes to life, it looks creepy.
1: (laughs) People are saying it looks like a sleep paralysis demon. (laughs) That's a bit much. You have seen sleep paralysis demons before, Jim. This
0: is something you suffer from. Is that what your sleep paralysis demon looks like? Thank God, no. Because I think I'd rather see the girl from The Ring, which I've seen... (laughs) Than this. This thing looks because friendly. It is friendly, hug-able. but in context, in that situation, if you woke up and that thing was staring at you, I'd rather have Slender Man in the corner of my bed. Yeah. But it doesn't, in my opinion, it just looks like a Playmobil guy. Remember those guys? Like, it's not a Lego man, 100%. which I first thought, but it's a blonde, maybe albino, Playmobil guy <laughs> with blue overalls and a yellow shirt.
1: They're asking you to help name the mascot. Highest vote by Friday wins, says IKEA. The choices for the name are Billy, Van, or is it Vaughn? What are the two
0: dots above the A mean? Oh, I don't know. Vaughn? Billy Vaughn? Vaughn sounds more European. Hex or Blue? Boy, all terrible choices. Hex? I, I would assume hex because good, you yeah. use,
1: use the hex key. What to, about Allen?
0: Allen would have been a great option. That makes so much more sense. What Alan, about, last name key? <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. What about Dead Eyes? <laughs> what about
1: Nightmare Fuel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm just disappointed that they chose this this character to be the mascot for Ikea Canada, and they didn't choose a monkey. How could you not go with the Ikea monkey? One of the greatest stories of our lifetime. (laughs) A monkey with a little coat. That should be the mascot. Yes,
0: that is iconic. A natural, (laughs) iconic moment they should have embraced instead of shoehorning this creep (laughs) in. Devin Peacock 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 is our sports guy. He
2: is here. You want to talk PGA golf, Dev? Yeah, there was a, a poll that came out recently that said two in five PGA golf fans, Canadian fans, are going to watch the uh, g- or are going to watch golf less because of this potential merger between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. There's a few who say they're going to watch more, but I just. I don't believe anyone who says they're going to watch less. <laughs> Those
0: people are moralizing liars. They they
2: might say they're going to,
0: yeah. but they're not.
2: I mean, you're you're going to watch as much golf, if not more, than you were before because you're a golf fan. You're just going to give up the sport. Like I don't I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it for a second.
1: Well, especially since uh, we just had a Canadian win the Canadian Open. You got to think that interest in that moment, and watching golf would be on the rise in this country.
0: Nope, they're leaving on a high note. (laughs) Canadian wins the last tournament I ever watched.
2: I mean, for all the people who are getting upset because Live Golf is backed by uh, the PIF, which is the Saudi Arabian uh, Investment Fund, uh, just so everyone's aware, PIF also invests in Uber, Facebook, Disney, Live Nation. Uh, Nintendo as well. Right. Uh, I think EA Sports. So are you going to give all that up? Because they also invest in that.
1: It, it's kind of like the uh, the people who are boycotting products because they've gone woke. Uh, guess what? Pretty much every product has gone woke, so you're going to have to boycott everything.
2: Are we upset about the fact China makes all our iPhones? I mean, I mean, where, where are you going to Spec- go with Specifically this?
0: Saudi Arabia. Do you drive? Yeah. Do you use anything plastic? Because... Uh, they're making a lot of oil money too, so they they got their fingers in everything. So you can't really draw a moral line, but I I don't know. Is there some? Do people have the right to complain about
2: it? Oh, yeah, of course you can complain. I'm just I mean, there's so much nuance to this. It's like it's layered. It's like I understand being upset about the human rights record. You should be, but to say you're gonna watch, you're just you're just fooling yourself. You're lying to yourself and to us if you're saying you're gonna watch less golf, a sport that billions of people love? You're going to watch less golf because of the merger? I don't for a second believe that.
1: Well, that's what you say in public, right? It's like how I say I'm not going to eat an entire pizza tonight.
2: <laughs> we all know. Stop <laughs> so, virtue signaling, Taz. Behind closed doors. <laughs> so Monday night after What did you do
0: last night? Nothing. Didn't eat an entire pizza.
2: <laughs> Never will. Monday night uh, after dinner, I had a cigar outside. I was just relaxing. I said, you know oh, what?
0: Boy. Wow.
2: To- uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, I'm not going to have a cigar. Uh, last night I'm cooking dinner. Like you know what, going to really go for a cigar after dinner tonight. <laughs> you were lying to yourself, yeah, and then, then yesterday I said, you know what, I'm not going to have a cigar today. Uh, today's looking pretty good for a cigar, <laughs> fellas. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. <coughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Devin Peacock, our sports guy, was just here. He was on his way out, and we started talking about the missing sub, the submarine that was uh, taken. Uh, tourists basically down to the Titanic wreckage at the bottom of the ocean, and something has gone wrong. The sub has been missing for how long now, Dev?
2: It's been missing since uh, Sunday.
1: Yeah. It went down Sunday, it's supposed to be back Sunday evening. So we're on day four, and they've got about 32 hours of oxygen left in that thing.
2: At this point, maybe less. So, like, they're saying Thursday morning. So, tomorrow morning. Today is the day. Is they the got to find them. Yeah. The good news, they've been hearing some noises, some clanging
1: noises. They, they've picked up on their equipment, so they've moved the search a little bit. It would be remarkable. If they found them and they were able to tell the story of what this was like, uh, that's kind of what we were just doing speculating what it would be like to be stuck in this submarine with five people. There's not even seats in this thing, you got to sit on the floor cross legged. Imagine sitting cross legged for three days
2: straight. Oh my god, I couldn't do it! I was, you got to lie down at some point, right? And
1: then put on top of it, put on in, into the equation. That the bathroom is a Ziploc bag, essentially, in this thing.
2: They didn't bring any food because it was supposed to be like two and a half hours, so or maybe ten hours max. But they didn't bring any food with them, so that's good. But you still, over the course of four days, you're going to have to go to the washroom. Hopefully, they brought some water at least. Hopefully. Well, I guess, uh, yes, hopefully, yeah. But also, then you're going to have to you're going to have to evacuate that. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather be in a, a two be able to drink, yeah, than be thirsty. You but know, I mean, what happens? Like, because we don't know where this is exactly, right? So, if they got stuck and it's like tilted, and so we they're would, all lying
0: on top of each other. Yeah. Oh my god. You've got one guy just like breathing in your ear. This <sighs> is just a crazy thing. Like in hindsight, obviously in hindsight, like, there's a lot of what would have changed. But you'd think like if like I think when this story first. Came out, I don't think people realized how Bush League, for lack of a better term, the sub was. You'd think there'd be a metal tether that would be always connected to this thing as it sub- went, went yeah, underwater. Like, so you can reel it up if like, something goes wrong. Yeah, it just seems crazy to think, you know, that they that there's nothing very. I know that it's a private company that did it so they can kind of do whatever they want. Maybe it's a gray area because not a lot of people are building their own subs but the fact that this happened is crazy to me.
2: We know where the Titanic is so, I mean, you could, if it's not regulation, because none of this seems like it's regulation whatsoever, if it's not regulation, to what you guys are saying, like why not have some sort of, like, you know, you can just tug on the rope, like pull us back up, something's gone wrong, Mm -hmm. in case something does go wrong, because... Which it has uh, this Big time. They may never
0: find these guys. You never know because there's always like underwater currents too that are pushing objects around. So they might not even be anywhere near the Titanic. You know how deep the ocean is? Really, (laughs) really deep. (laughs) Truly, and they haven't explored forty percent of it, or or something crazy like that. So who
2: knows? This is the Titanic itself is four kilometers down, which is why I mean it's it's but it's still hard to get there because of the currents. Like it's not it's not an easy trip. But like like do they bring did, did they bring any notes with them so they could like like What what, if we ever find you know what?
0: I bet you they will have like all their cell phones if they recover. I mean, we all hope they resurface and we find them alive. But if God forbid that doesn't happen, they will probably have their cell phones with them with all their last texts that they would have attempted to send. Maybe keeping a journal in the notes. Yeah, maybe. But again, that's that phone's gonna last a day without a charge.
2: You know what I started watching on Sunday was the doc on uh, Netflix about the MH370 that Mm plane that disappeared and then the sub disappears. Like it's just I don't know. Like there's there's gonna be a documentary. About this. This one's a little this, less mysterious, though. No, you but still, I mean? like, still
0: crazy. One like, disappeared. It's crazy. That that the but the plane disappeared and the sub kept kept sinking. Like you, it's You, it's you it's know what would be almost. crazy if
1: ten years from now the sub reemerges and these guys haven't aged a day <gasps> and there's just Whoa. something a little off about them.
0: You know, their eyes look a little different and we don't know what it is. Oh, they found like a, a portal to another multiverse down there. Yes. Oh, There's a little slip in their
2: tongue. They're kind of kind of reptilian like.
0: Oh, you never you never know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think you kind of do. I
1: think you kind of do, but in, in seriousness, I hope these guys get rescued. It would be miraculous. Like what a story if they find these guys alive
2: today. Story of the year.
1: So, one of the passengers on the lost submersive uh, submersible, uh, what do you call? it? Is it a submarine? Is
0: it a submarine? Technically? Well, it goes below the marine.
1: yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I think it's still a stellar submarine. But a lot of the news stories, they won't say submarine.
0: They'll say well, submersible. I th- yeah, I feel like when you hear the word submarine, you think of something a little more manufacture a little more professional, something off the off the line. This is like a hobby sub it really does look like somebody made it in their garage
1: um one of the guys who's missing in the submarine is billionaire hamish harding which uh, i was he's going to have to cover some of the uh cost of the rescue attempt who's getting the bill for that
0: the guy the guy who owns ocean gate the business you think he's a fat? I don't know if he has the money. Hamish
1: has money, though. Billionaire, he's down there. He's one of the guys who went up in uh, one of the rockets, the commercial flights to outer space. So he went all the way up, and then I guess he wanted to go all the way down and see the Titanic. Mm. Uh, his stepson is getting some flack online. Brian Zaz is his name, and people noticed on his social media. Well, first he. He posted this, Hamish, my stepdad, is lost in a submarine. Thoughts and prayers that the rescue mission will be successful. Pray emoji, heart emoji. And then uh, a little while after that, he posted a picture of himself at a Blink-182 concert. So (laughs) the internet jumped all over him saying, what are
0: you doing at a Blink-182 concert when your stepdad is missing? Sounds like they're jelly haters who didn't have tickets. (laughs) <laughs> and don't have a billionaire stepdad. Yeah. Would he, I would, if I was him, I probably wouldn't have posted the photo, but I've got no problem with him going to the show. What's he going to do? Get a snorkel and go down and find his stepdad? Like, he can't help. Yeah. He's probably in a bad mood and, you know, go, Needs a little distraction. Sure, but it is open for criticism because he posted the photo so shortly after. I understand why people are confused, but who cares? Yeah, there he is in front of the merch booth. Looks like... <laughs>
1: Having, having a decent time.
0: Uh, It'd be, is he like smiling? <laughs> Give him he, a thumbs up? I, he is smiling oh, in the picture. No thumbs up, though, but yeah. I mean, whatever. What else can he do? He says, It might be distasteful being here, but my family
1: would want me to be at the Blink-182 show as it's my favorite band and music helps me in difficult
0: times. True. Sure does. But also... If he forfeited the tickets, he could afford it a little bit, you know. Because like if like a normal guy was Stay like, those home. tickets cost me three hundred yeah. bucks. Stay
1: home when your billionaire stepdad is rescued. Knock on wood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You just get him to fly you somewhere else to see Blink One Eighty Two, or hire him to play at the
2: welcome home party. Yeah, in the backyard. <laughs>